Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, JD here. It's Super Bowl week. We're just a few days out and I cannot wait. I'm going to start with a little Super Bowl preview for us tonight and uh, then wrap up with giving my flowers to Tom Brady as I always do. But one final announcement. A lot of people have been asking me this past week and a half saying, Jay, what do you think? Who's going to win the whole thing? And honestly, either way would make me happy. Do I feel that Sean McVay and the LA Rams, the pressure is on them? On the Cincy side, just have fun and ball. Joe Burrow turned a losing franchise into a winning one already, right after his ACL tear last year. He's playing. He brought his team to the promised land. Yes, they want to win the whole thing on Sunday, but that would just be icing on top of the cake. Getting there is just terrific uh, for this young squad. The reason why, guys... When I talk about the L.A. Rams, I talk about pressure. I talk about pressure on Sean McVay in particular. They broke the bank. OBJ, Stafford, they have Cup. They got Von Miller. Aaron Donald, we know his presence affects every given football game. They have everyone. They have all the pieces. If they don't win at all, I mean, money doesn't always buy happiness, but in the NFL this year, money sure has bought happiness because the Rams have gotten to the Super Bowl. They put pieces together, and it seems to be working out. I mean, Odell Beckham replacing Robert Woods from Robert's ACL tear, and OBJ, man, he's playing good, good football here in the postseason. Matthew Stafford and him are on the same page. What's good about having Cooper Cup and Odell and a solid tight end game is eyes are all over the field. They can't double. They can't put attention to detail on just one guy because they're loaded across the board. And the biggest thing here is I think Joe Burrow in this game coming Sunday in Inglewood, California, he has to play turnover free. No ifs, ands, or buts. We know the LA Rams can drop points. Uh, they've scored a lot this year. They have the offensive talent to do so. They have the defense on the other side of the football that causes turnovers, picks, fumbles. Um, and I think Joey Buckets, you know, I'm a big fan of what Joe brings to the National Football League. You know, he's a downfield threat. He runs when he has to, but has tremendous pocket poise, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it reminds me of a young Tom Brady that can also take off for that first down. Joe's going to be around this game a long time. We know his winning formula is all the way since college, and he's continuing it at the pro level post-injury, as I mentioned a few minutes ago. And Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, I mean, a solid tight end. Their defense is also underrated, guys. I wanted to take a minute here to talk about Cincinnati on defense. How about the second half against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, that high-powered offense? They shut him down, locked him down, run game inefficient, pass game inefficient. Uh, the Bengals did a lot a little over a week ago in Arrowhead Stadium. Um, they're going into this game with confidence. 
Everyone knows I'm a Zach Taylor guy. Um, two young head coaches in this Super Bowl, and we love to see that. When young coaches, young players are clicking already, taking their game and coaching style to the next level, up and beyond, as I always say. Um, I'm very, very excited for this game. I think 70% on the Rams side, 30% on the Cincy side. And, hey, we know magical things happen in the Super Bowl. Not always the best team wins. Sometimes the hottest team wins. So we know that there's no seven-game series like there is in basketball and baseball. One game decides a legacy. And which side are you going to be on? And I hope Sunday is a magical game, one for the books, as I always say, and it's going to come down to BTOs. We know JD's BTO segment, big timers only, who's going to step up and deliver. And lastly, a quick one, I think it's going to be the LA Rams, led by that defense, Aaron Donald, and Joe's going to get in the end zone a couple times, but I think he falls short, and uh, the Rams hoist the Lombardi Trophy, something they haven't hosted in a while as a franchise. So uh, shout-out the Rams, shout-out the Bengals, both on fabulous seasons. And I'll be here next week to break down the results of the Super Bowl. Okay, our next segment, guys, Tom Brady. Um, I wanted to really shout-out the GOAT on happy retirement. Um, We all know that Tom Brady is very... Very excited for his next chapter of his life. We knew as football fans, savants, experts that I watch on TV, NFL Live with Ryan Clark, Dio, Marcus Spears, MK, Mina Kimes, and Laura. Love it. Love the breakdowns. I'm able to learn on that show every given day. And man, it's special. But I must say with Brady, he started his career, youngest QB, to ever win the Super Bowl, and he ended his career oldest QB to ever win the Super Bowl. Just a great, great ending to a magical career, a career that we won't see again. I could promise you that. I mean, 22 years of greatness, 22 years of winning divisions, 22 years of postseason runs. I mean, Tom Brady has played in more Super Bowls than Pro Bowls. Because there's a good chance Pro Bowl Sunday just passed. He was often playing the following Sunday, the Sunday that matters most in our league. And Tom Brady, it would just be great if he got his fourth league MVP. It might go to Aaron Rodgers, but he had an MVP-like year this year, led the league in passing yards, led the league in pass attempts, Uh, Passing TDs, I mean, enough to say about him. We know Giselle wants Tom to hang it up. And, you know, that's very, very understandable. The kids are getting older. And the thing about Tom, he's also not a Brett Favre type. He's not someone who's going to hold on for too long. He wants to be remembered as beating Father Time from start to finish. He defeated Father Time. He went out on top with no dip to his game skill level. Skill level remained the same. He played with a chip on his shoulder, as we all know, being the 199th pick in the draft. It's something he never forgot. He played even better because of it, because he never took any moment in the NFL for granted. I am so, so excited for when he officially talks to us and 
He's on national television discussing his retirement and talking about what a run it truly was. I I get emotional when I think of Tom Brady hanging it up because, man, I've always loved football. You know, ever since I was very young, I mentioned a few weeks back, I started watching at the age of five. I turned 25. And the big thing about turning 25, Tom Brady has played in the National Football League since I was three years old. He played for 22 years, and it is finally time to hang it up. So I wanted to shout out the GOAT, Tom Brady. I wanted to shout out Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots for believing in a kid out of Michigan, as Drew Bledsoe always jokes, a scrawny kid out of Michigan. I didn't even perceive him as a threat. But he was the ultimate threat, the greatest threat of all time, the GOAT, and my GOAT in particular, Tom Brady. I'll see everyone next week to break down the Super Bowl. Football season coming to an end, but sports in-depth always rolling. Love y'all. J.D. out.